Right, it's 918. We're headed down into the cellar where the door's just opened on its own. Give us a sign that you want to communicate with us. What are you guys? Well, we've been called ghost hunters, paranormal researchers. But we prefer to be known simply as Ed and Lorraine Warren. There's someone here that would like to talk to you. There's something horrible happening in my house. November 1st, 1971, I'm sitting here with Carolyn Perrin, who, with her family, has been experiencing supernatural occurrences. You picking up anything in here, hon? Something awful happened here, Ed. What is it? Whatever Lorraine sees, feels, touches, it takes a toll on her. A little piece each time. You have a lot of spirits in here, but there's one that I'm most worried about because it is so hateful. That's not gonna help. This thing has latched itself to your family. Father, we never seen nothing like this. I'm coming with you. No way. I can't lose you. There's a lady in a dirty nightgown that I see in my dreams. She's standing in front of my mom's bed. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another Halloween marathon review for a very special movie. First things first, I am joined by a very, very special guest. For these reviews, I bring on a guest, and they pick a movie, a horror movie, and we discuss it. So it's our second one. Our first one was with Lauren Coates, and she chose Fright Night. Our second one is a very, very special guest that I'm very, very excited to be talking to again. It's been a very long time from the Cinemania World team, from all the way in the UK. We have Shannon back on the show. Shannon, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been so long. It's been way too long, way, way, way too long. Um, how have you been before we get into the review? Um, we, we have a lot of a lot of new listeners. So um, if you don't uh, remember uh, Shannon's voice, uh, I think the last review was the unbelievable review from last year. Could yeah, have, that was we so might have done ago. one more. Yeah, so it was unbelievable that we did strange. We used to do a lot of the uh, Netflix kind of shows mm-hmm. on um on on the podcast. So we did like uh, let's go back. We did like Dead to Me, uh, Stranger yeah. Things, Unbelievable, uh, Love, Death, and Robots. I really missed that show. I wish it would come back. Eventually. We did the yeah, me too. We did the Society as well. Remember that the Society that just got canceled. <laughs> we were like 
both of us was gutted sort of because uh we had some guilty pleasure with that show it wasn't the greatest but it was definitely yeah more, one of our more guilty pleasure shows so how have you been how's everything it's been so long yeah I've been good so in the time that I have not been here I have trained to be an English teacher in the UK yeah. so a lot of my time is zapped up with lessons marking and whatnot but um I always want to want to go on this show and then what I found in the last few times at the last minute I just have run out of time in my life so I'm really glad to be talking on it today yeah how um how how's that how's that going the english teacher thing is it i, I don't know if the, if the grade system is the same with you guys over there but like what is it it's like little kids high schoolers so we call it so we have primary which is young kids and then we okay. have secondary so i'm doing secondary so it's like 11 year olds to 16 year olds cool 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 yeah it's so great to talk to you again i i, I um i sometimes go back to those old shows and just mm. both of our schedules would not match up whether it's the time <laughs> zones or whether it's um because we had a bunch of reviews planned for this year alone that yeah. just didn't fall like i remember we wanted to do sex education i mean we still could we, yeah. there's no limit there's no limit on to what we can do so i was thinking about bringing some of those shows back and just like just talking about those shows again because i actually yeah. i'm actually doing a rewatch of sex education and i still love it oh my god yeah, I would be happy to talk about that because that show is so good. I really enjoyed the season so two. I remember texting you when it was like season two <laughs> was over. I was so angry. I was so yeah. angry. Like, um, but yeah, so um, we're back today, everyone. Me and Shannon, I miss these shows. Usually when it's just the two of us kind of going back and forth on a movie or a television show, uh, we rarely mm-hmm. do movies together. So this is this is going to be different and fun. Yeah. Um, so uh, I told you to pick a movie. Um, yep. you, let's let's tell everyone tell everyone what you chose and why so I chose The Conjuring um, I chose it because it literally terrified me and I haven't watched it properly to this day since it came out because I just can't watch it again <laughs> I can't watch it. yeah I just finished well, actually strangely enough I'm, I'm addicted to like movies that terrify me so I just, <laughs> I just finished re-watching it um, this oh, morning cool little late by you not late late um usually when we record i try to get you around like eight o'clock nine o'clock your yeah. time but um it's around 705 your time 205 yeah. over here on the east coast in boston um so i woke up and i was like you know shannon said the conjuring so i'm gonna watch the conjuring <laughs> um, i like your commitment <laughs> yes 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 so we're gonna get into the conjuring you said you haven't watched it in a while because it terrified you yeah. um for these for these reviews everyone though uh we do do go through spoilers just because the movie's that people will probably choose have been like movies that's been out for a long time. So I don't want to be, I never want to be like limited on what I talk about as far as these movies. Cause like there's a lot of plot points that I do want to get, get into and stuff. So um, yeah, let's get through the conjuring. Let's get your first initial thoughts when you came out of the theater or whether you watched it at home, what did you think? So I watched it at the cinema. Um, I didn't really know anything about it. I'm always a fan of, I like creepy films um, and I don't usually get super scared, but um, I didn't know anything about this film. I didn't really know much about um, the director because I'm not really into um, like gory stuff. I quite like like psychological and supernatural. So I thought I'm going to try it. Um, I went with my boyfriend at the time and mm. um, we watched it. And it was a late show as well, just to add to it. Um, and we couldn't sleep for the rest of the evening because there's a scene in it as well. So I think, again, I haven't watched it for a long time. I think there's a scene where the clocks stop at a certain time. 
Oh, so you can't wake it up at 3.07? (laughs) Yes. And then, so it was almost like we had to make it past that time before we could sleep. (laughs) But I wonder if I'm thinking now, I... I didn't realize it was 2013. That is so long ago. Yeah. So yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I was 19 at the time. Um, I think I was about the same age. I think yeah. I was around eight, maybe 18 or 19 at the time, 2013. And yeah. it was right, right before I left for college when I saw it because it came out the summer of 2013. Yeah. Um, and it came out and I went on it with the, um, it's actually a date, actually, oddly enough. Um, <laughs> I, had, I think I had just um, finished, I had just um, broken up with my ex-girlfriend right before school ended. And then I went on a date to the con. I, I'm an, I'm, I'm, an, I'm, I'm horror. I'm a horrible human being. <laughs> she's like, what do you want to do? And I said, let's go to the movie. She's like, oh yeah, let's go see what came out at the time. Like she wanted to see like Peter Rabbit or something <laughs> random. And I'm over here like the conjuring, the conjuring. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like a, like a, you know, cause I'm thinking it's horror. She's going to be all over me, all scared yeah, and whatnot. So, so let's, let's talk about the conjuring. So yeah. I took up to the conjuring her. Like I think I left with like marks on my hand because <laughs> she was like gripping my hand. And it, it was actually so my scary. second time seeing it. When I went, it was my second time seeing it because the oh, first really? time. The Conjuring, it was scary because The Conjuring, my first watch, I was with my stepbrother and mm-hmm. we went to see it and right, there's a part where um, Ed, Ed and Lorraine Warren and like some of the some of their forensics people or whatever, uh, they were going into the basement with cameras and mm-hmm. then the movie just stopped playing and yeah. it had this, you ever seen like the like wiry like stuff that happens when like a projector messes up? Yeah. Uh, like that stuff happened. It was so freaky. And then the that movie just stopped creepy. playing. The light, it was all dark in the movie theaters. The lights came on. Somebody was like, I'm sorry, uh, you know, this theater is gonna be out of service for tonight. And oddly enough, I'm not making this up. That oh happened tw- that happened twice in two theaters where the conjuring messed up. So mid-movie. It just messed up, and I was oh. freaking out. I went <laughs> home with my brother. Him and I were, like, so scared because up until that point, a lot of stuff was going on in the movie, you know? So had you not seen the ending then? So I did. The second time I watched it in theaters with the with the date, um, shout out to April, but <laughs> it was a, uh, it, I, I was on a date, and that's when I finished the ending at the theater. It was, like, th- maybe, like, two or three weeks after I saw it the first time. So then yeah. I finally finished finished the entire movie and stuff that time. And then I've watched it numerous times, The Conjuring. Because it's, <laughs> it's one of my uh, favorite horror movies, like, of all time. Because, like I said, I'm, like, the same with you. Like, I don't usually get scared at all with horror mm-hmm. movies. And if you can accomplish that, even if yeah. even when I was, like, 18, 19. Because um, I've been watching horror movies since I was, like, what? Like, 10, 9, maybe 8? Yeah. <laughs> so you've seen a lot. Yeah, I've seen a lot. So if you can like accomplish scaring me, then I commend you. And the last movie to this day that's done that is um, well, actually the movie over the summer a couple of weeks ago, Host, um, has done that. Okay. Um, yeah, and then the last movie before that was uh, Hereditary. The ending yeah. of Hereditary like messed up my brain, so I was like <laughs> a hot mess. But I love The Conjuring, you know. So you, so you enjoyed it your first watch. Yeah, so I enjoyed it. And it was kind of similar to you. Nothing had really stayed with me that long. I mean, if you see something scary, or there's normally some parts where you can kind of, you know, like nervous laughter you can have, like at some bits, like you share that with the audience. There wasn't a single nervous laughter when I watched that film, because there was nothing to laugh about. And it was, I think that was, there was no relief in that film. There's no relief of, oh, I'll get a little bit of a break from not being scared. It's like, 
relentlessly <laughs> scary. Um, but I thought the acting's great. I thought there's some shots as well that really stick out and that's so memorable and like quite, um, I don't know, quite beautiful at the same time, which is weird. So I just really enjoyed it, but it utterly terrified me. And then I told like my, I think it was my dad because he's really into films. I told him to watch it and he never scares. And he he watched it and he said that utterly scared me too. So I couldn't sleep properly afterwards. And this is like at the time, like, what a 45 year old man so he enjoyed it too <laughs> yeah yeah um the conjuring i love because once again it's just one of those movies that just uh really really scared me from the opening shot i love the opening shot um as yeah. far as like and Anna, Anna, you know the stuff with annabelle was so well done yeah i, I still think that's the best that the conjuring the first conjuring movie i still think is the best use of annabelle since like yeah know, since it was created because we had the movies and the spinoffs and stuff but yeah. i still think that opening scene no one has been able to accomplish what that open that opening scene does you yeah. know um as far as the annabelle stuff and i remember when they announced the annabelle movie i said oh so we're gonna see more we're gonna see more of that opening scene right so um, i yeah. assume the annabelle movie was gonna be about what they were doing in the opening scene of The Conjuring, just like a kind of like a story, an elongated story of that scene. And it yeah. just wasn't. It wasn't. And it was like some... Have you seen that movie, Annabelle? Yeah, oh, I watched it. It's not, it's not good. It's not good. And I don't know what they did. I don't know what happened. I don't know who decided this was okay, but they completely butchered the opening scene. Because um, now every time I go to that opening scene, I think about what they did with the Annabelle franchise. And I like the second one and the third one enough but I yeah. still don't understand how they didn't capitalize on that brilliant opening story. Um, just make a movie of that, an hour and 25 minute movie of that, you know? Yeah, so. I think it's like, I think obviously we knew, even though it was so like kind of short, you kind of know what Annabelle is about because there's a little scene at the end as well of the first Conjuring where yeah. is it their daughter opens it up or something like that or tries to. Yep, 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 yep. So that, I felt like that was all we needed of Annabelle really. Like, because obviously yeah. then you go and watch Annabelle, you know what the story's going to be about. There's no surprises there. You're just waiting for it to happen. But um, yeah. the I, second I Conjuring was, quite, was kind of interesting as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I, I think they did um they did the whole stuff with Annabelle was because how popular it became yeah. when the movie came out. Like everyone was talking about Annabelle. And then the same thing happened with Conjuring 2. Everything everyone was talking about the nun, which is why yeah. they did they did a movie uh, yeah. the nun. I movie forgot about that one. And then yeah, it was a disaster. And then they did a <laughs> um and then they did a movie for Annabelle. So mm. I just think they had the IP Warner and that's how Warner Brothers is in general. When they have something yeah. that just like that that sparks a an interest from audiences, they'll go and make a movie of it. You know what I mean? It's happened a thousand times. So yeah. um yeah, so I think that's that's why they did that. Because I agree with you. We already know the story of Annabelle. So it's like mm. what can you really do? And she's not like Chucky. She doesn't like run around and like stab <laughs> Yeah. So it's not like fun in that sense. She's just a creepy doll, you know. Yeah. And the things that you can, what they did was they just put a demon next to the doll, and they did stuff with it. It was a disaster that first movie. Yeah. Um. But coming out of uh, coming out of watching The Conjuring again, like it's so freshly on my mind. Um. I just love James Wan's like directing in that movie. It's so yeah. well done. Um. It's so like seamlessly like the transitions that he does between like shots and whatnot is so mm. good um was that something that stood out to you when you was watching the first time 
Yeah, because I hadn't really, I hadn't really heard much about him. I didn't really know because I didn't watch. Because I know he's produced a lot and he's obviously directed like Saw and wrote on Saw and wrote on a lot of things. But I hadn't actually seen hardly anything that he'd done. And the minute I saw that, I was like, wow, this guy, he obviously knows what he's doing. So kind of looked at the rest of the things he'd done. But I just, yeah, I think it's it's like, I don't know, like classy in a way. I don't know if that's the right word. Like it's just, it feels yeah. like it's done so well. Yeah, I um, it's one of the, it's a very, I would say a very, um, like a very particular horror movie because it's definitely mainstream horror. The production yeah. value, the money was put into it and stuff. The actors that they were getting, well, maybe mm. maybe not the family of actors, but I know with uh, Vera Farmiga who plays yeah. like, Lorraine and then Patrick Wilson who plays Ed. Um, you know those yeah. ha- getting those casting choices for a movie like this. Um, which which leads to my next point. Like I think it's some of the best acting in a horror movie as well. Yeah. Just because um, I think Hereditary's acting, Midsommar's acting, um, movies like Us, Get Out, like the acting in those kind of horror movies elevate it because when audiences think of horror, they just think of trashy, teenage, campy, you know, horror movies. But you definitely, you definitely sometimes get those like, those like hit horror movies that have like amazing actors who are just giving it their all. And um, yeah, I, like Vera Farmiga's performance in this movie is so good. She's so good. Um, she which, is so good. Which oddly, oddly enough, her sister plays the, 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 the final girl in the nun, but oh, okay. yeah, but they didn't, they didn't connect it. They didn't connect the story at all. As far as like her being them being related, it wouldn't really make sense, but you know, I um yeah, I just thought it was a I just think it's a really good movie that holds up well. The effects hold up really well as far as like what they do with like um throwing people around and all the scary stuff and then the the look of the Bathsheba demon and stuff like that. Uh the shot yeah. the shot where the witch is like hanging from the tree. Yeah, that's a great stuff. Show. It's so creepy. So what are some of the that's my next question. What are some of the things that stand out? Um, to you from the like from the movie when you go back and think about it so I think for me I am kind of a sucker for any any link to based on true things and I know this is very loosely based but I just love stuff like that so obviously um Lorraine and Ed Warren were real people and supposedly like paranormal investigators um and I just love that as well. So even though it's probably the believe what you want about supernatural elements or whatever, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. like that it's loosely based off them. So it almost adds that um I don't know, that gravity to it, that it's not total rubbish. Like it, it could well be, but it is based on two people real people's lives, if you know what I mean. So I think that gives yeah, yeah. it almost that adds to the scare factor, I think, because it's like most of them you can walk out and go, Well, totally that was utter like mm. rubbish however with this one I was like oh I really want it just to be total rubbish and then I looked and it's obviously based off two people's lives so I think whether it's true or not I think that whatever it still adds to the scariness of it yeah I I, I agree um I I instantly like a horror movie more when it's based on true story like yeah one of my one of my most underrated horror movies is The Strangers yeah and I, it's a, it's based on true events, but I the idea of like 
uh, three people just terrorizing a couple for no reason at all just really scares me. Yeah, terrifying. Um, So I found that really groundbreaking as far as like this movie. And I do think towards the end, the movie does kind of lose me a little bit because it does get a little mainstream and like Mm -hmm. the the theatrics and the stuff with the uh, the the exorcism. And it's like, you know, it's like things are flying around. She's getting thrown around. People are getting hit. bit and shot and stabbed and it like the second one definitely ups the ante as far as like the third act kind of exorcism that they do in these movies um and stuff Mm -hmm. so uh yeah that's something that does kind of take me out of it just a little bit but i still enjoy the movie like what leads up to that just because like it's so well done one thing i want to discuss real quick before um one thing i wanted to talk about is just back to james to james Wan and the way he he directs his horror movies is that like he doesn't uh his use of jump scares without using sound is so good because mm-hmm. like there's a there's a scene in the movie where the father is kind of hearing voices and there's stuff opening and closing and then he gets to a stairwell he gets to the staircase and he kind of the camera kind of pans up quickly to show his daughter like like creepily standing on the staircase and yeah. you know if this, if this was any other director they would have easily put the put the blaring sound on the screen yeah and stuff like that to make oh he's a jump scare you know like there's definitely some of that in the movie but yeah, i just but like i just like so his use of that you know yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that was what was scary for me because just i think almost it's like muscle memory as well when you go into a horror film or a scary film is your body almost prepares for when the scares are going to happen and i think he catches you off guard in this film that like they're not as obvious as others which is really obviously keeps you on your toes throughout the whole film yeah, agreed, agreed. So he definitely, the tension in the movie, uh, he does so well and stuff, and he just knows how to capture, like, real-life horror and stuff like that, where you hear something creaking open. There, There's even a part in the, <clears throat> there's even a part in the movie where they're at a house of, like, two, two random, a, a random couple, and they talk about how they hear all these, vo- all these, like, noises upstairs, but it's just, mm-hmm. like, the pipes, they kind of debunk it as just, like, it being the pipes, and, like, we've all yeah. had those, had those kind of experiences where we're in the house alone and you hear like a creak or you hear like a rumbling sound you're like what the hell is that you know what I mean so I like the way he catches that on film and stuff and then last night I was watching a last night I was watching a horror movie um called Followed and I was telling I was telling my mother how the movie is like so on the nose as far as like it's scares and it's horror yeah like so like something what they do is that to make you to make it the director clearly wants you to know that this is a scary movie so mm-hmm. what he does is that he put it up he puts up all these like sounds and all these like different kind of shenanigans to show that it's a horror where James yeah. Gunn all he has to, all he has to do is do like a creaking sound and then the camera pants like a dark space and that's scary enough you know what I mean yeah. like it's not so much effort put into horror the way he's directed this movie and stuff like that. So stuff like that I really appreciate in the movie and whatnot. So yeah, I, I just I enjoy it going back to it. Are you ever gonna rewatch? You have to. Come on. <laughs> you are tempting me to be fair, but I could not watch it alone. I could not. It's just too much for me. But um I think I listened to what you were saying then, I think as well, the characters actually interest me in the conjuring. Like I actually feel for the characters, which is often quite rare in a horror because they're usually pretty disposable. But I love um, Ed and Lorraine and it's like sheer emotion of the family as well. Like 
that's a big thing in the Conjuring. I think I actually care about the characters. Oh, crow, true. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, the family. You hope they come out of this well. Um, you know, you hope Ed and Lorraine Warren come out of this well and mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I would agree. You know, um, as far as some last thoughts on my end, really quickly, I just, I really, really enjoy the Conjuring. Every single time I watch it, um, every time I actually, I maybe like watch it maybe like once every other year or once a year. Um, and I definitely enjoy it the same, like when I watched it the first time and stuff. Yeah. And I really just commend James Wan's directing. He's not doing the third one coming out soon. Um, I didn't even know there was a third one coming out. Yeah, it's, it's called The Devil Made. It's going to be a mess, I feel like. But <laughs> um, it's called The Devil Made Me Do It. And it's coming out, I think, next year. Maybe it got pushed back to 2022. But, okay. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah I, I, I love The Conjuring equally um, every time I watch it. And I think it's definitely a movie that I recommend people watching. It's definitely a fun Halloween movie to get into. I wouldn't mm. watch it alone. But, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I definitely still recommend it to this day. So let's get some of your final thoughts on The Conjuring. Um, yeah, I think still to say it's one, if anybody ever mentions anything scary, I mean, obviously you asked me earlier today, think of a scary film or a horror film that you want to talk about. And that's the only one that came to mind because nothing else has really, it's not stayed with me as much as that film. Um, yeah. Like I've seen quite a few and I'd, the elements of, I don't know, emotion in it, um, cinematography as well, not lots of gore because I'm not into that. And, yeah, it's not as predictable as others. So, yeah, even seven years later, it's still the one that comes to mind when anyone ever mentions being scared or a horror film. So I think that's a pretty special one if it does that. Well, that's good. It's good to hear that, that you know, right off the bat, that's still the movie that you go to as far as like the one that scares you the most and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So that's, that's good to know. It's good to hear, good to find out and stuff like that. Because I definitely agree. If I, had to, if I had to say one movie out, out of a couple that scared me the most while watching it in a theater, it's definitely this one, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I was definitely excited when you said it. I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah, let's talk about The Conjuring. You know what I mean? Because I actually wanted yeah. to talk about the movie this month. I haven't talked about it in a long time. So yeah, I was very, very excited to get into that movie. But um, all right. So everyone, that is our review, spoiler review in sorts of The Conjuring. I definitely recommend it as far as like places you can watch. I think it's like maybe on demand somewhere, HBO mm-hmm. Now or HBO Now. Yeah, probably on HBO or HBO Max. Um, it used to be on Netflix, but I don't know if it is it anymore. I don't think it is anymore. But yeah, I, I think Amazon Prime Video, it's because I mm-hmm. think most of these horror movies are like getting expensive now because yeah. of this what people want to watch and stuff. Let me just find out real quick um, where you people can watch The Conjuring. I mean, if you do a regular Google search, you can find somewhere to watch it and stuff. But um, yeah, I still recommend it, the movie to this day. It's not coming up any any places. But um, yeah, if maybe it's on Netflix. We'll see. But I don't think it is. But um, yeah, I definitely um, recommend the movie. Uh, but that is our spoiler review for The Conjuring, everyone. Really appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you guys for clicking on this video. Shannon, once again, thank you for joining me uh, today. Really nice to hear to hear from you again. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, why don't you let everyone know where they can follow you? So you can follow me on Twitter um, at what the uh, flickwhat.uk. I haven't been on it for a little while because I'm so mm-hmm. up to the eyeballs in teaching. However, you can find me on there and um, what the flick UK. 
All right, and that is it, everyone. You can follow you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94, uh, Instagram, Cinemaniac1994, and as far as the podcast, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys for listening once again. Um, my name is Dwayne. Uh, make sure as well, if you want to grab our Halloween uh, Cinemania World gear, it is up on Public for 30% off. You can check it out. Just go up there and type in Cinemania World, and you'll find all the, all the nice gear and logos and stuff, so check it out. Um, thank you, Shannon, once again. My name is... Dwayne. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.